This is Making Sense, brought to you by three guys who are still on speaking terms after 20 years. I'm supposed to be able to talk about this stuff. He thinks you want to know. Actually, do the research. Are you being serious? Is that what it's called? Yeah, we're calling it This Is Not A Podcast. No. It's not what it's called. It's called no. Oh, Richie said it's called Making Sense. I like moral quandaries. Yeah. Yeah. Based on technology? It's nothing at all like that. We're curious. Are we going now? A cultural phenomenon. Sound good? Sounds great. You mean I'm going to have to have homework? Even if I wanted it. Hit me with that anecdote. What anecdote? Yeah, the one I thought you, you had annex stacks about. on stacks on. No, Notes. dude. I, no, stacks. I'm talking about my, my points for my tech topic tonight. It's just bullet you got, points. And then you I got just tech riff topics. On those. You, got, uh, you got points in the form of bullets? Yeah, dude, I got fucking bullet points. Well, let's get through this just talking fest so we can get to your bullet points that are so important. Wow, I always have to go first. <laughs> just why talk, am, Daniel. It's why? your job. I'm talking? Okay. Uh, just, off you, the top, just off the top of my head. What middle school did you uh, go to today? Tomorrow, uh, the fire department comes by to check everyone's apartments here. <laughs> so I'm, I, like, I'm going to have to clean up for them. <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah, well, apparently. Why would you have to clean up? Well, I don't want them to think I'm messy. Oh. Why would you care what the fire department thinks? I don't know, because it... I don't know. They're just people, Daniel. They're just looking for fire hazards. Are you you scared that there's going to be a cute fire woman that comes in? She's going to be like, oh, I like everything about this guy, except he's really dirty. Okay, so... Okay, so what the the thing is, is it's not like firefighters are going to come in. It's like people that work for, like, some agency that checks like the sprinklers and all that like to make sure everything's up to fire code but there i'm like sketched fire out because it's called it's called uh wait i want to make sure i get the name right so i'm gonna have to open it up it's like fire code sounds so funny after you've been talking about firefighters and fire fire women firefighteresses uh-huh. yeah and it's just fire you put fire in front of everything in that department that's what the it fire is fire truck the fire people the fire comes first they know what they are no, look, oh, I had it up, but then I had to open up your stupid email. The fire the fire inspection company is called Double D Fire Inspectors or something. Double D? It doesn't sound See? professional at all. L- lady firemen. I don't know. That I'm just it like... You know, we're Double Ds. We could start a fire code. That's not, Isn't that weird? That's that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, yeah we but could, I mean like... We could start we were, a competing. I, we could be D squared. Yeah, like I like D squared or like Dan and Dylan or something like that. Or, but double D's, D's, like Dan and Dill. Uh, Isn't dub- there already a double D's pizza place? Double Dave's. Yeah, double, double Dave's. Dave's. But one of the one of the D's is spoken for. We you could change your name to Dylan and we could be Double Dill. <laughs> Get your fill of fire code. Mm. Well, you could be just one word, Dill Dan. Nah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dill Dan. It's not bad. My name first. <laughs> Dan Lan? Dan Dill. No, you can't take the f- your whole name, Dan, and then the last part of my name. That's not fair. Ooh, 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 ooh. You guys could uh, join a circus and get a, a big pet lion be called Dan Lion. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's actually pretty good. Wait, that'd be like my rapper name. Dandelion? Yeah, like Dan the Lion, and then I have like a lion for a spirit animal or something. Yeah, that's not a good rap name. Neither is Dan. 
Rick's good though. No, no that one's bad too. No, it's not. There's already a Rick Ross, so you're like and out of luck too. Rick. Yep. Yeah, dude, you gotta put something. You gotta put another word in there with that Rick. I'm still a fan of the lion idea, Rick Dildin Lion. <laughs> That's gonna be really well, difficult for people to say though. Yeah. Rick Dandelion. Rick Dandelion. Your name, full name, could be Rick Dandelion. And where are your backups? So we're a rap group now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But me and Daniel oh, so. are the lesser, the lesser known, less important uh, members. What? That's not what we agreed to. <laughs> I don't think we agreed to anything. We're this like is still... Posh Spice. We, no, mm. we agreed to be a duo. Actually, I don't know which one is the good one. Oh, you and me? Yeah. We can be in two groups simultaneously. We're like you're like Beyonce, and then we're the other two that were in Destiny's Child. You, you're how both does, half how does of Jay Z. Uh, what? He's get he's he's Rick Dandelion, and we are <laughs> you're Dan, and I'm Dill. And, and then no, we got a pet like, lion. <laughs> no, that's like that, that's like what Killer Mike and uh, what, what's Run the other the one? E, EP from from Run the Jewels. LP like LP, and they're a uh, a duo, and then like. There's another thing where LP is just like the background singer, like some bitch. No. What? What? What are you talking about? I'm you like you have to prove yourself if you want more responsibility in the rap group. For now, you are Dan and Dandelion. End of story. I'm also the manager. You get 10%. I'm not signing anything. I get manager cut and also I get 20%. I'm not signing anything. <laughs> So I get 28%. But I'm Rick, so I get 50%. You, Richie gets the rest. Rick gets the rest. Oh, I get more than 50%. Yeah, I you get, get 72%. You get a hell of a lot. You're the talent, baby. Oh, I guess he gets 10%. Never stop. Hell yeah. That's 62, 10, 28. You're the looks. Daniel is... The height. The height. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got to have a tall one. You got to have That's the tree. That's how people know we're, we're, uh, we're serious. We're taking this serious. Yeah. We found a tall one. Uh, we found the tall. <laughs> we gotta fill our uh, our our stereotypical rap rap archetype, you know. We have to be over <clears throat> fifteen feet collectively. <laughs> <laughs> well, Man, we imagine, are. Imagine a rap duo that fits that bill. That's <laughs> exciting. I'd go see them. Down, 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 huh. down, down, down. Okay. Down, 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 down. You know what that sound means? Yeah, that that's transition music. Yep. Bow, bow, Smoke bow, technology. Bow, bow, Daniel's bow, in bow. our ears. Daniel's time for the best segment. My favorite segment is Daniel's segment, and here he comes. Dance on the water. I just want this to keep going for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> I can sing terribly for a very long time. He's got like superhuman vocal folds. All right. Eye in the sky. I spy with my little eye. Eye in the sky with Dan. Did you listen to both? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to yours. Did you listen to mine? Oh, no, 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 no. There's two eye in the sky episodes. Oh, the last one. Because they revisited it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they played the entire first episode and then talked about it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Good, cool. All That's, right. What do you, all right, I'm confused and lost, but I'm ready. I'm in. Yeah, because <laughs> you me. didn't listen to it, did you? All right, Daniel. Come on, baby. You're stalling. You're scared. You're nervous. It's okay. You're going <laughs> to do great. 
You always do great. I just wanted some answers, you know? I feel like I deserve some answers. I have oh. answers. You haven't asked any questions. <sighs> Anyways. God, this is going to be so fun to edit. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Just take out the part where I'm singing, for the love oh, of I'm God. Oh, I'm going to have to take out a lot of parts, Daniel. Oh, no, that part is staying. <laughs> no. No, this whole thing is going to be the final cut. People are just going to hear us argue for 10 minutes. Yep. Well, you started the argument. You were about to go into your segment, and then you shifted. Dude, I've tried to go into my segment four times now. Four we times. We tried to bob with you while you were weaving. I'm ready. I'm throwing you alley-oops, baby. Tech section. Eye in the sky. Let's go. All right. Eye in the sky. It's a podcast uh, from Radio Lab that's about aerial surveillance. So that's what we're going to talk about this week uh, because this is another fun topic where there's some morals involved with it and some some uh, questions that we it's can like Google ask maps. at the end. It's like uh, Google Maps on steroids. No, like, it's kind of like Snap Maps. But So the uh, the whole thing is basically there were a bunch of IEDs when we had troops in Fallujah back in the early 2000s. They were getting blown up, and it was just awful for us. So uh, this one guy, and they talk about it in depth on, on that, but I'm just giving you the, the highlights here. Uh, so basically what they do is they put an airplane up at 15,000 feet, and it just circles, uh, does tight circles of the city and takes photos with a high-powered camera every second, once every second. And it, it's about a 25 by 25 uh, square mile uh, area that it can look at. And so what they were doing was they were going back and looking at the areas where the explosion was for an IED. And they would go back in time and look at the photos until they found the person or the vehicle that would stop and the guys that would, you know, bury this thing or, or put this there. And then they go, would go forward in time after they planted it there and follow their car back to where they came from. So uh, then they could deploy troops and then go catch those guys and just raid their house and take all their stuff and, you know, take them to Guantanamo or whatever they do with them. But... Um, the, the camera, it's a very high-powered high array of cameras that they have on the bottom of these planes. And um, they don't really... You, like a person is about the size of a pixel on uh, th through the camera. And a car is just, you know, a clump of pixels. So it's not like you can see somebody's face or, you know, exactly what their hands are doing or something. But it's more of more or less you can tell where a car is and then if somebody kind of gets out you can kind of follow them away from their car maybe i haven't seen it in person so i can't really say exactly but this is the description <laughs> that that they've used and so that that technology inevitably gets brought over to the united states they used it in dayton ohio uh on a test run uh, for their police department uh they've used it in baltimore and probably other cities i know they were using it in new jersey to track um and map traffic problems and uh, traffic congestion and things like that. In Dayton, Ohio, uh, within the first few hours of the uh, plane being deployed with all the cameras, uh, this you know somebody had, had pulled up to this house with a moving truck and basically started stealing stuff. Uh, the neighbor called the police and they contact the plane. They're like, well, let's use this. They track the, they go back and find the truck. They follow it as it leaves and check the current photo where it's still parked in a parking lot. And they send cops there and the guy's still sitting in the truck, you know, kind of going through all the stuff that he stole and they catch him and get all the stuff back. So, um, you know, for, for lesser crimes like that or for finding IEDs, it works great. 
there's some <laughs> lesser <laughs> crimes. <laughs> or, I mean, like, for well, bombs and or, petty yeah, theft, it's perfect. You know, lesser crimes and bombs, it's well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, for finding, you know, finding a, a truck with some stolen possessions in it, to me, is minor. I, you know, I would think it's big if you can use it to, you know, if, if your child gets kidnapped, then you can go back in time and then see the car that pulls up and takes them from a playscape or something and then, you know, follow that car to wherever it is now or something like that. I mean, it it has flaws in that that actually wouldn't be a very good scenario because if they leave the town, they leave the area that the surveillance is happening in. Um, so I guess that's not a good suggestion. Well, but, but it's like in, they don't really know it's they're being watched, right? This tr- is kind of unknown to most people. Uh, pretty so much everyone. In Dayton, Ohio, they actually had a forum for it, and there was about 30% that was for it. And an equal amount that was really not that was really opposed to it, uh, just because it was they felt that it was a, a gross uh, it's a big brother. breach of privacy. Yeah, big breach of privacy. And um, um, so I mean, it you know, and it, it's it's really you know, especially with all the stuff that's been happening with Facebook, where data, who really owns this data? Um, you know, if if it's really kept by if it's really kept in good hands, and it's by this this. Um, company that just does the aerial photography and monitoring or do they sell it to the highest bidder you know and and where is it going because uh people could be using it to track you know their spouses or landlords could be using it to figure out how many people actually live in the house that you're in or traffic you know police could catch you if you run a red light or you know like where where does the use of that data end so hmm uh it's pretty interesting, but I think my favorite, sorry, my, my favorite story was the one where uh, they didn't, they didn't actually say who had hired them, but it, uh, they were actually flying over the city of Juarez and um, they actually used it to track all of the cars. They, so they would basically, a, a violent crime or a murder would happen and they would track all the cars that were leaving or going to where that murder happened. And they would follow them back and basically just catalog all their trails, where they were going, where they've been, which cars were which. And eventually were able to pinpoint uh, that there was this one common house where the majority of these cars used by these cartel members were going. And they actually went to that house and uh, disbanded and, and broke up and, uh, you know, took down this cartel that was in Juarez for a while. That was responsible for something like fifteen hundred murders or something. The the cartel leader of that, so. Yeah, I mean, like most things, it could be used for good, but it could be used for bad too. The la- the, it was the landlord like, "There's way more than four people living in this house. <laughs> I swear, I haven't caught them all, but." <laughs> and there's a whole cartel. <laughs> There's a whole cartel li- yeah. renting it's, your it's house like, out. <laughs> it's like a clown car. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things like we talked about the Amazon wristbands where, you know, ideally you're using them for productivity and it's it's healthy if it's being done right. But then w- w- there was an article that you shared with me, Richie, that was, what was it? It was the uh, employees were peeing into water bottles or something. Yeah, because they didn't want to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what kind of what kind of things like that would be happening? But, you know, I don't know. I'd like to imagine that uh, if it makes it on the news that there's a plane flying over your town 
and you know if you're going to try and steal somebody's stuff or break into somebody's house and then flee basically if you're outside and you've committed a crime there's a likelihood that they could follow you and track you uh there yeah, was an ex- there I mean, was an example in with a for the baltimore when they did it over baltimore uh they there was a guy that committed a crime and he actually ran past i think it was a restaurant or something that had cameras out front and they were actually able to get footage of him fleeing and get a like a visual of what he looked like and uh then they had also tracked him to the place that he was staying at so they had you know video footage of him you know trying to steal this lady's bag or something and then fleeing from that scene and they had the video of him fleeing and were able to i mean it's, yeah it's just it's really big brother like you know how far is yeah the difference there is that it was owned or that that footage was owned by um a member of the the public right i mean it wasn't <clears throat> being uh it wasn't being stored and uh compiled with a bunch of other data by the government or one big you know body so yeah. it by it being separate it was less dangerous less concerning i don't know what if they had that running when uh uh that murder happened that the serial podcast was about they right solved the greatest mystery of all yeah. time <laughs> the most entertaining podcast of all time would have never happened did he just get a retrial or something huh didn't adnan just get in get a retrial or an appeal or something like oh, that? oh i don't know i've stopped following it uh, I just saw it. I think it was on Reddit or on some news uh, medium. That makes sense. And think how much faster they would have found the Austin bomber. Yeah, true. actually, that's really true. Yeah. And you think most people's lives are pretty boring that why would anyone ever want to use it to look at someone's like, hey, hey, Ted, come over. Look at this. This guy's tried to parallel park 15 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's circled this block for 30 minutes and gets nervous each time, fucks it up, and then goes around. It's like he knows we're watching this. <laughs> yeah, right, but even. I, I need to get a cop down there to videotape yeah. this on the ground floor. But that, that, that was a point that Daniel made, though, is that everything's just like pixelated. So that's about like the extent of yeah. how immersed you could get into it. It's not like, yeah, it's zooming in on someone sunbathing in their backyard. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, it would just, I mean you're like, you just see a pixel that walks out of the back of their house and is. It, you're like, then, what are they just standing there? <laughs> And what are the but, odds it's an attractive pixel, right? Most <laughs> people are uh, they're ugly pixels out and about. They're like, even if they were naked, you'd be like, what? Yeah. Well, it's like Pass. Minecraft. Scroll, here. scroll, scroll. Zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. Um, <laughs> no, but that's that's the thing is like, what would uh, what would force the company to let everyone know that the cameras have gotten better? You know what I mean? What would stop them from just improving the cameras after you know whatever legislation passed that allowed them to do their thing and work for the government oh right. like technology gets better and they have yeah because cameras saying cameras like, are already like capable of doing pictures. crazy shit yeah yeah so what i mean i i totally believe that the capability already exists and that they're just using intentionally dumbed down cameras to to not you know encroach on people's private lives I mean, they the 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 uh, the, own, the owner of that company that was like persistent surveillance. I think uh-huh. um, he had said that uh, he claimed that the photography or the the lenses and the cameras that they were using were as good, if not better, than the technology that the military had. Which leads yeah. me to believe that it's it's going to be something along the lines of maybe as good as you know Google Maps when you do the the satellite imagery might be. Right. 
you know, it might be a little bit worse than that. It's a little bit different because they're taking really nice cameras that are in space um, versus, you know, a, a pretty nice camera that's on a plane. But Right, the methods are different, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. What if you, so if, since those are in space, what if you put those, I mean, I'm not, a, <laughs> I, I'm not a photographer. I don't know the ins and outs of like using different lenses and what you'd have to do. But if you put those high powered cameras from the ones that are in space onto a plane, I mean, wouldn't it not have to go through all of that atmosphere and have less distance to, to travel and could get a better picture, maybe zoom in closer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like how, like how good they could make them where it's like CSI, like you can read a license plate from a plane or something. That's what I'm saying. So I, I, I personally think that that capability already exists and they know it exists. So my question is, what's to prevent them from just upgrading after everyone accepts this technology? True, true. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it was kind of weird because uh, the, the narrators on Radiolab that, that were talking about it were really they were like, uh, yeah, it makes me feel weird. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about that and stuff, but I, you know, I'm listening to it and me personally, I'm like, I, I'm not breaking into places. I'm not really doing anything I shouldn't be doing. So especially outside. So well, I don't do anything bad indoors either, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, but um, when you do things that I'm are more bad, of an indoor criminal. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. So it's not like, um, I, I don't have anything to worry about. If someone wants to zoom in on me, you know, <laughs> sunbathing naked outside, so be it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's always a, you know, give an inch, take a mile type thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as, it, as, long as it's not being used, uh, you know, where they're, you know, what they're going to like zoom way in on you and then post it on the internet or something, like, you know, there well, has just to like, be some sort I mean, of... People, it's already been substantiated that they're, that, that, you know, government profiles on public people just random people exist like people that have you know searched the wrong thing on the internet or done whatever like they, they pop up on a list and then they dig into your life through whatever means possible so i mean if this was just like one extra thing that they could add on to that i mean i i don't know i i guess there's no fighting it at this point anyways you should unless you just like wipe yourself <laughs> off of the grid but it's like hey ted come over this guy hasn't left his house in two weeks yeah uh -huh. You think he's dead? Oh, well, no, I got something. He's alive. False alarm, everybody. He's alive. Place your bets. No. He's actually live streaming on Twitch right now. <laughs> he's live. Yeah. He's live streaming he's a camera pale. pointed at us. That's weird. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it like we live in the age of information uh, and you just have to kind of hope that the people that have that information are responsible with it, I suppose. I mean, if you want to be not on anybody's radar, then just you know retire and go live in montana and throw away your cell phone and all your social media and everything right yeah go back i guess that's start, true then start, they fly start the living plane in the old over days. montana and they get you they're looking for bigfoot <laughs> but they find you and they find you and you've grown out your beard because social norms whatever you know i i have my you're in my montana massive, what else are you gonna do i have my six foot legs and i'm just walking through the <laughs> woods out there we got them we got him. What is that? We got there Bigfoot. We got him, boys. Whoa. Oh, he drives a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> he really does care about the environment. <laughs> he fit in there with those big old legs. Knees would be in your eyes, <laughs> bent up. What you eyes? He didn't choose eyes as part of the Be looking inches. through your thighs. I don't legs think you on. would be able to drive. Gangly ass legs. 
I mean, like your hips would be where your head is in the car. You no, know, why would you need to drive? You have the longest stride of <laughs> yeah. anybody in the world. You'd be like a ostrich just covering ground like yeah. nobody's business. <laughs> 50 miles an hour. Just loping along. I'd be terrified. You ever uh-huh. thought about that? Like how other mammals can just run at like 45, 50 miles an hour. Can you imagine if we did that? Just, like, I just wouldn't have a car. I'd just run to work every someone day. Someone st- steals your purse. They're just like so far away. <laughs> so, so quickly. Immediately. Yeah, but you have long legs too. You just chase them down. True. But they get a wave. They get a larger head start. I guess. I mean, I, I just imagine two ostriches chasing each other, but one has a purse. <laughs> <laughs> but they're the first one is like, oh, what? Someone stole my purse, and then the other one is like two blocks down, and he's out of sight. He's taking a sharp left. He's gone through <laughs> the alley. Now you gotta run up to the alley. You you've missed him. He's gone. That's no, true. but you 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 get you catch up and get to that corner just in time because you also have long legs. Well, but yeah. the gap is larger, right? Th- this isn't a Netflix series, Daniel. The story ends there. You lost <laughs> your purse. And then you have to that use ha- the, the camera in the sky to track down the first ostrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, fucked up world we're living God in. God damn, he's booking it. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he doesn't have wings. Hey, hey, Ted, come here. Look how fast this ostrich is. <laughs> <laughs> One second from there to there. That's insane. What is he teleporting? Uh, it's crazy. I mean, that would be a fun job. Just like monitoring this city. It's like a little ant farm. I guess. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I think, I think they don't really, I think, well, at least the way that they tell the story, the camera's not really good enough where you can actually get much information unless you're looking for it. So unless they have changed that, then, Oh, I'd be looking for it. <laughs> yeah, this but is I a mean, perfect example of abusing your, your abilities right here. Dylan <laughs> at the helm, just looking but down, mean, spying on people. <laughs> but like the, well, the, the moving truck burglar. I mean, it to you, you're like, oh, that guy's moving out at two in the afternoon. Okay. It's got a, must have bought a new house, you know? No, no, no. I'd be like, why is he wearing all black? That's awfully suspicious. <laughs> it's 105 degrees out. <laughs> And who's moving at 105? (laughs) I'd call it in immediately. Turns out he's just going to a funeral. Something's wrong. And you know what happens? Stolen goods in the casket. Longest scam. They bury the goods. There's no body. There's no body. It's just jewelry. Just goods. Just old plasma screens and... Hey, old old plasma screens? Those don't go for very much. Gotta get that new shit. It's smaller, lighter fit more in there yeah but it's they're easier to move no one cares about old plasma screens hmm. you're getting like five dollar profit on all of them you got thousands do the math hmm. they'll never I, find your warehouse you're you're great <laughs> <laughs> what so what where did we land on it are you for it are you against it are you suspicious daniel is very for it because he doesn't do anything wrong outside yeah i'm, I'm for it i'm against it like most things it's kind of if you believe if you have like have a right to privacy, is that still a thing? I mean, it's definitely a thing. It's at least an idea. I don't. I mean, as soon as you signed up for Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Vero, you just got you forfeited your rights. It's almost as it's like it's like once you accept the social contract, 
that you agree to be part of a society, you give up your right to privacy. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, but like the fact that you live in the United States already forfeits your your rights to certain things. Like obviously you can't just like go around and kill people, right? That's like a really easy one that yeah. everyone can agree on. I but think like, that's universal. Where can no, you do no, no, that? No, 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 no. I'm saying like if you didn't if you don't sub, if you don't subscribe to a culture of of or a community of people that are like banding together. Like the idea of a society that's not just, you know, a nomadic culture that doesn't have a government and is is always moving. It doesn't have like some kind of uh base, you know, right? It doesn't have a capital, none of that stuff. If you just kind of live on your own, you can do whatever you want. You have the right to do literally anything. Yeah, the only thing stopping me from murdering a bunch of people, mm-hmm. so I'm worried you might stop me. Oh. And then it might just get awkward, you know? Well, we haven't talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a video <laughs> camera set up here. Dylan said that and then menacingly and, and meekly, too, <laughs> kind of hid behind his mic. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost the privilege to see my eyes. <laughs> The shame, it, it pours through. Coming it's, down here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. There you go. No one knows. I'd cover my body in this stuff. You'd, <laughs> you'd never know it was me. The microfiber of the... Some sort of black mesh monster out yeah. there doing <laughs> evil deeds. This must, is, this is great hot. audio. Everyone's, everyone's enjoying this. It must be real hot. <laughs> that black mesh. <laughs> Uh, I th- Dylan's, uh, Dylan's going to end up moving to uh, Montana and living all alone in the woods and dressing in all mesh and all this goodness. I'd no. move to Montana in the woods and dress dress in all black mesh and just sp- sprint through the woods. <laughs> just <in case. laughs> It's, it's going to be the only way you can hunt because you don't believe in guns. You can't. You got to like actually catch your shit. You know, like, I'm, like, a, I'm a persistent uh hunt where i just chase them down and that's <laughs> hey that's how that's how tribes in africa used to that's hunt how i stuff. do it in my mesh. there's still something <laughs> just imagine you're on a family vacation at the lake <laughs> on your cabin and then this guy in this like black, black there's mesh. like no there's like a deer there's a deer that runs by that looks really exhausted it's starting to slow down <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, where is that deer coming from? It looks so tired and sad. And then Dylan <laughs> just this year, this whoosh, a little pitter patter on my feet. I'm in a dead sprint because I know the deer's tired. I could sense its weakness, oh, and I tackle man. it. And I, <laughs> the second, uh, in command, essentially at the the site that I work at, he uh, is Hunts a runner, people. huh? Okay, go on. I was wrong. You were <laughs> He's a runner and there's a like this the site is right up against McKinney Rough, so there's a track around it for running, walking, whatever. It's like a nature trail. And uh one day uh a friend of mine and one of his coworkers walked outside and you could see the track like right when you walk out. And he was running along the path and there's also a bunch of deer that come around every now and then. They'll come and graze or whatever. And there happened to be one on the path only i don't know 20 30 40 yards away from the guy who is running and uh they said that in a matter of seconds this exchange happened they they walked out they saw this guy right we'll call him tom they saw tom tom was running tom saw them tom looked at the deer the deer looked up tom looked back at them at the deer and then just took off 
at a blinding rate. And this guy is probably 230, 240, six foot five inches. He's a big dude. But they said he took off with frightening speed <laughs> and pretended to go after the deer. And the deer just like flipped out and just ran into the woods. But they said it was a lot like seeing Bigfoot hunt a kill in person for the first time. <laughs> it's like a dog chasing a car. What would he do if he caught it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just he gets right up to it. Just runs into <laughs> just it. Like, He's so surprised. Huh? <laughs> I, no, I, didn't. I, I like to imagine that uh, you become better friends with Tom. Or this guy Tom, and mm. he's like, "Hey, you want to come over for dinner some night?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." So you like go out to his house. It's like out in the woods, and like get there. <laughs> <coughs> you get there, and he's like, "Oh, you're ready in a, a most like, dangerous game." You uh, type, are you ready? Are direction. you ready? Are you ready for dinner? And he's like, "You're like, yeah, yeah, I guess." So. He like takes off his shirt, and like strips down to his running shorts, and he's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> you're like like what do you mean you're, come on you know the like, drill you've heard the like, stories yeah you heard the stories let's go we got to chase down these deer you're like oh shit are you kidding you like venison steaks <laughs> that's that's what's you're on like, the menu you, you walk out on the back porch and he see, he sees one and you look over and see him and they look up and they see you and they're like not again <laughs> wait what <laughs> What if he's just running at it and then he like get, it doesn't move at all. He gets to it and like I don't know, just tackles it cuz he got there. And then he got he's got it on the floor and and then the the deer is like extremely aroused. <laughs> what? He's Why like Rich, Richie, what? Richie, come here. You got to help me out, man. <laughs> Imagine you're surprised. You tackled this deer fighting. and the deer likes it. It's kind of weird deer fantasy. Fighting, <laughs> fighting, he's fighting for his life. And just now, aroused and deer and him are wrestling around <laughs> on the ground. And now he's fighting to escape, but the deer doesn't want him to leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're just tangled together in his backyard. The script has been. I don't know what I want, wanted, but this deer wants to fuck me now. Help me, <laughs> Richie! Help! I don't uh, know why, but that, I, I thought of that. That's yeah. The deer have learned. They have to. They have to flip the script. It's the only way they can get away safely. It's like you know they say if you want to get in a fight, you just strip naked. No one wants to fight a naked person. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 The deer is like, dude. Next time he comes at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the other deer are like, "What?" The it's the last. It's, it's it's the last thing we've tried, man. He gets us every time. <laughs> like, dude, he's, he's I'm gonna turn the tables. Like flies. It's like you he's know, just what? too I'm fast. Gonna, I'm gonna fuck him. I'm gonna fuck him. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> if, he, if he comes back, they're like, "Come on, Ted, stop." No, I'm gonna fuck him. No, it's it's like they uh, uh, uh they they see they get they they're getting run at by Tom and so they all peel off and one of the Ted gets like lost right there like, oh no Ted and then Ted's like go and help me and he just runs into the woods they never see him again until a couple hours later when he comes up and he's like I you're not gonna believe what I tried it fucking worked I can't believe it I just tried to fuck him and he ran away who knew that would work oh I thought Ted was the guy. Oh, that's Tom. I thought Ted was coming back Tom. like, well, you're not going to believe it. I just got fucking <laughs> <by his> here. <laughs> no. Tom walks back to work. 
<laughs> he like comes out of the bushes and your friends are l- watching again. He comes out and they're like, whoa, dude, what happened? He just like walks past them. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That deer, that deer Ted, he like, gets like mad street cred in the woods. People are like, yeah, did you hear about Ted? He fucked that Bigfoot dude. <laughs> yeah, that, but he, he, he tells the story like it actually happened, but he just tried and failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those stories that changes over time. He's like, man, I, I tried. I really did. And he got scared and left. And then it's like, no, nah, I put the tip in. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, that took a weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was a good. Uh, that was Eye in the Sky by Daniel. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, it was good. Good. Thanks. Man. Thanks, Jad. What's the next segment? It is bow 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 bow. Ruh, 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 research. Rick search. Okay. Uh, you guys ever heard of transcranial direct current stimulation? What did you just call me? Or <laughs> TD, uh, TDCS? No. No. What is that? Oops, sorry. Uh, it is electrodes basically that uh set your brain on fire they juice it up so you can do things better they set it on fire well they what, what they do you set mean? your they set your thoughts on fire you have really good thoughts for a little bit after you use it so is it like limitless you hear the doors it actually kind of weirdly is so i'm gonna go through it but my sources are uh, a radio lab episode naturally called nine volt nirvana um and then two websites uh one's from frontier media and the other one's the scientific american so basically uh i'm gonna do like a little overview of the radio lab episode they they center it around uh this lady named um sally adi or sally a i can't remember how her last name is pronounced but uh who works for as an editor or as a uh an article a reporter journalist uh in london for some company and she was tracking down the story of the tdcs and they and she was like trying to figure out who was using it where it was coming from and she hooked up with uh this military research company called darpa and they're out of california so they agreed to fly her out to california and for her to like be able to demo it herself because um, she heard that if you basically if you put this thing on you you know electrocute your brain you give it a little bit of electricity you'll be able to learn or perform things better and it's just it's just that simple oh uh, um, what so she was like that's bullshit <laughs> i i'm calling bullshit and they're like it, oh, it's we'll like one of those out. infomercials hey, where it's like for 9.99 we'll send you yeah. two free no, it, it sounds Double A like batteries, and you just lick them, and it you're sounds smarter like pseudoscience. Or like yeah. it's, it sounds like something stupid that you know people would be like, "Hey, get behind this," and then they would take all your funding and then move to like a random island or something. Yeah. But um, she did fly out, and she drove up to uh the military. I don't know if it was a base or if it was just a like an actual facility for research. But they're like, they're these are the guys that the government contracts to like create new bazookas or new uh autonomous drones that are made for you know fighting and new weaponry um and so she gets there and they have her uh they like introduce you know each other to 
uh, each other and, and then they're like well do you want to do some sniper training she's like what they're like yeah you just like go through the modules just like any other uh any other trainee and we'll see how you do she's like well okay and apparently she was super jet lagged and she was tired from the drive but she gets in and they give her an actual sniper rifle like uh -huh. a full-fledged one that shoots blanks and they give they set her up uh in this this module that's basically a video game where huh. she's actually there but in front of her is this gigantic screen that projects you know what the images are and then uses sensors based off the gun to hone in on you know your accurates your, your accuracy of your shot yeah <clears throat> and then it goes through and like the first level is like these metal targets that don't move right so you have to hit them and every time you hit them it goes ding and you know that you got it um then it's, it graduates to like people and you know battle scenarios or whatever so she's going through and she finally gets to the final level which is she's going uh she's in afghanistan and she gets to a checkpoint and everything's quiet and then all of a sudden the humvee in front of her explodes and then 20 guys come out with guns in all different areas and they just start shooting at her right and she's supposed to be able to discern which ones are more present present of of threats than others right uh -huh. and be all able of to them calculate. all of them shoot them all <laughs> So she's, she's supposed to have to, like, calculate which ones to get first so that she doesn't get got, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said she was just completely overwhelmed. Like, it was fucking impossible. She could not figure out or think fast enough. Yeah. And uh, she ended up getting, like, three out of 20 and then got killed. And so, like, all right, let's do this thing. Let's juicy up. And so they, they set her up to where there was one electrode on her left arm and then one on her right temple. Mm -hmm. And they put it in the right spot so that it was supposed to maximize that function of her brain. And uh, they turn it on for about five minutes. And then she said she uh, she tasted like metal in her mouth. That was like the only side effect. But then she went back and they're like, all right, let's do this again. And they put her up and they started it. And she said that she was waiting for it to like kick in. She was waiting for it to get hard again. And before she knew it, the person who had started the module came in and was like, all right, you're done. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, you just finished the module. She's like, well, did you guys, why did you give me an easier one? And she's like, that's the same one. And she's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> There's no way. Like, what? And she's like, she's like, for one, that was, that was much, much easier. And two, I've only been here doing this for like three minutes. Last time it lasted for like 20. She's like, the, the person who gave the test is like, no, that, that was 20 minutes. And the lady looked up, Sally looked up and saw apparently all the clocks had moved 20 minutes and she's like what the fuck i swear it was only three minutes this doesn't make any sense and so she entered what they what the researchers are calling a flow state where a lot of these people are, are getting into these uh <clears throat> these uh kind of like autopilot reptilian brain type states where they're not even having to think anymore it just reptilian it, brains yeah, you know, like re your reptile brain is the one that leads you from work to home in your in your car, and you don't remember any of it. Like you'll just be driving and just yeah. in autopilot. Huh? You never heard of that before, Daniel? No, like re reptile, like yeah, the reptilian part of our brains. Uh huh. huh. Yeah, you're okay. just you're just in the zone. Basically, yeah. Um. So anyway, so she she was explaining how uh it was she could see it being like addicting. Because there was no side effect. Like, it was just like she just got way better at something, you uh -huh. know? And then on top of that, she noted that two other things happened. 
one she was from london and she never really drove so when she came back to she's not from london she's from the united states but then she moved to london for this journalism gig uh-huh. she hadn't driven in a long time so she was nervous driving up to the base or the facility well when she was driving back she said it felt like mario kart like she said it, it was the easiest drive of her life uh-huh. just because she it was intuitive to know when to turn to not irritate people when to like change lanes where where to go like all the things that you have to think about as a driver and that can cause anxiety were gone it was just easy for her and then on top of that for for another couple days after that session she said that her anxieties as a person uh she described them as like mean gnomes (laughs) in her brain always telling her like how she's failing in life or how she's gonna live in a box in a year Uh um were gone she said they just got turned off and she just felt happier huh so um I don't want to get shocked. <laughs> well, you can actually set it up for yourself with $20 worth of parts. From, what? Yeah, from Amazon. You can actually set one of these up, and and, uh, and it'll be workable for, like, no money at all. But I wouldn't recommend that. In fact, in fact I should probably not even have said that, just in case anyone listens. Don't kill yourself. <clears throat> yeah. Shock in your brain. But they have, like, this, this Radiolab episode came out June 23rd of 2014. So in four years, there's been a lot of stuff that, that has come out, a lot of like uh, peer reviews and more tests and more studies. And uh, they started using uh, uh, fMRI machines and EEGs to monitor your brain activity while you're doing it to see exactly what's going on and be able to analyze like what parts of the brain are most affected um, or effective to... Uh, electrocute while you're doing certain tasks and you know yeah. the the different effects and and, and stuff of various so, areas so how do they like so they're literally just putting electricity into electrodes and just sticking them onto the skid in strategic places right generally it's one on one on your opposite arm and the other one on your temple or your head whatever part <clears throat> so if is, you have some sort of power if you have the right power source and the electrodes I, I mean, I can't stress this enough. You could do this at home. You definitely should not. But yes, huh. it is. It is very simple. And they even they give the analogy that it's it's not it's not like a, a, a surgeon's scalpel. This is like operating with a sledgehammer. Like this isn't. Oh, I like exact, sledgehammer. <laughs> this isn't an exact science. But I it's like also, sledgehammer. Wait. So what j- if we? So we could try this. What What if we tried this? Like for real? No, I don't want to get shocked in my home electro what? chamber yeah no so if this there's is, if there's like YouTube I, I would, videos and I, stuff yeah people do this people so there are this is another thing too is like it became a youtube phenomenon when it well, got popularized yeah but i mean it's, people p- people show themselves doing it and where they're doing it and how they're doing it for how long and what instruments they're using and everything uh-huh. um, what's it called again it's called tds or tdcs you guys Trans- wouldn't try it no way trans cranial direct current stimulation to that i mean it, so, it's it so, sounds cheesy but i mean it doesn't it also doesn't sound like it's full of shit like the whole tide pod tide well it oh my god <laughs> no you cannot compare it to tide pods this is it's something that's it's real like it's an actual thing the the scope of how it affects you and how much it affects you is still up for debate huh but it it does something for sure and they they explain it a little bit more like the, i 
obviously I'm a layman. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to figure it out because I'm not a neuroscientist or, or even a, a biology nerd, but just, it seems like what they're trying to do is whenever you're learning something, your neurons recognize patterns and, or your, I guess your brain recognizes uh, patterns of neurons uh, that will get the job done better, right? And so oh. it, it just comes down to your brain's ability to be able to remember those pathways once they're discovered, right? They'll just stumble upon it while you're trying to do something for the first time. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, so the electricity this, just sort of clears the clutter and then your brain just does what it no, would be this doing? No, ele- this electricity bumps up those, those discoveries and makes the, it basically highlights them. So it, if I'm like, studying for my architecture registration exam, I should juice myself with a battery and some electrodes? Yeah, get juiced. Get juiced. Yeah, if you get juiced, you might get an A instead of a B. Hell yeah. You guys want to juice me up? <laughs> no, I'll do I, it. I, I know you would. And you're the same guy that offered to make us flamethrowers instead of us having to spend $500 on Elon Musk's little invention. I think invention, we could make a flamethrower if we wanted I, to. I see. But I'm what still if against we that. electrocute and then you, you we like burn part of your brain and then you forget how to talk or something or... Well, has that has smell. that happened? Is there any record of that? I mean, if like I if mean, there's they, a if there's a YouTube video where some dude's doing it, and people have done it, and this well, is where the, you the should thing, put it, the, and it works. The thing is, the big concern is that I mean, obviously you can you can electrocute yourself <laughs> and do serious damage, um, but if you put it in the wrong spot, you're not going to get the results that you want. In fact, you can get really adverse results if you if you do it wrong. Like there are parts of your brain that will trigger. Uh, things like anxiety or anger or like all, <laughs> you do all it kinds and of it's stuff. even worse. It's like a negative ray. Yeah. God, I, I, I get bad after that. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool thing about it was, um, I guess to add to the authenticity and to try to uh, get rid of the mystique of, you know, the pseudoscience nature that it, it, it could be. Uh, Jad actually does it on the podcast. Um, Robert chickens out and he leaves, but, but Jad, um, kind of goes through like a series of like Rorschach tests, but they, they're the ones that are like optical illusions and they have a, a fixed picture kind of in the background or whatever, right? Yeah, you got to uh-huh. stare at it for a really exactly. long time. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said he's notoriously bad at those. Like he just, his brain doesn't work that way. Um, and in fact, he said that it took him about 10 minutes just to get one and you hear him go, oh, that's a butterfly. That's so cool. Oh man, okay. And they're like, all right, you want to get juiced? And he's like, juice me up and so they do it and he he claims the same thing about the metallic taste in his mouth uh-huh. but um he also says that where they put the electrode on his head it feels like there are a bunch of little mosquitoes kind of like pecking at him uh-huh. which is a weird feeling i imagine um but after he does it he just burns through them he just starts getting them what? left and right he said he got he said he got 20 to 30 in a really short amount of time after they they juiced him up instead of huh. it taking him 10 minutes to do one and it didn't have any adverse ref, uh, like adverse effects on him nope oh Nothing. dude i'm so down i'm so down <laughs> let's do it <laughs> i got a stack of optical illusions i was able to figure out juice me years dude. Juice me. <laughs> i mean I wanna, it's i want to play call of duty with this juiced up and i'm just like headshot so, headshot headshot It'd be re- it's really, really interesting, and it really, I mean, it's science fiction, right? It's like if you can just attach something to your brain with zero side effects. Like, that's the dream. Yeah. You know, you're suddenly better at something. But, 
I mean, it's your it's your bean, dude. It's the thing that You're makes like, you operate. You fuck it up, you only get one. And that gives you another excuse. I need to get juiced. Yeah. I'm not performing well. Exactly. It's another crutch. And dude, I mean, there there new are invention. no Let's there are make no, a- there's no research behind the the adverse effects of using it over and over again. You know, chronic uh, use. That's okay. They'll figure it out in time. Let's just make yeah. a helmet that has a battery pack and electrodes <laughs> no, or whatever, and let's start giving it, it to old people. And they're so, like, so this, now we got this juiced just, old people, like juice John McCain going around. Oh it's like God. legislation, legislation. I this was, uh, like I said, this was like four years ago. In that time, there have been all kinds of companies that have come and 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 obtained the patent and used it to create like these basically fancy helmets for rich people and like uh, little little the tiny rich stay rich they're getting wait, but what, with yeah. their own personal juice helmets these little electrode boxes they, that like are they, they wear their juice bucks. helmet and it makes them smarter and they make a better juice helmet dude oh and then they use then, the better uh, juice helmet to make an even better <laughs> juice helmet and then and then that juice helmet creates a perfect ai <laughs> and then uh, that's how robots come back come yep. rule the world dude and yeah, okay, and then but the perfect AI puts on the juice helmet and he becomes God. Yep. He's Brand the Builder. But yeah, I I it's 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 super cool. It's really interesting. But it's it sounds really dangerous and I don't recommend anyone try it without doing what at about least like a, a lot of research. I mean, so I you spent, think so you think like if I put this thing on and I tried to play tennis, I would I would play like Federer. Like I would just be no. Like, it's that. It's not that. So it's not gonna make you like physically stronger. <laughs> I you mean, get gas well, just I'm, easily, dude. I'm Daniel. in good shape. I could. You're not in Roger Federer shape. Are you I've crazy? been. Good. I've been in you better mean, shape than the last time we played tennis. Bent over your knees, like. <gasps> <gasps> no. Sorry, what, guys. I'm, what oh, it I'm might. Sorry. What it might do is it might help you, uh, hit the ball better. I mean, it might. No, I've already if, got if, that down. If it, yeah, then you're fine. It's not going to do anything for you. It's not like, going to like. I'm not going to be like seeing two plays ahead. No, like. it's it's nothing like that. It's it's it it, it breaks down <laughs> barriers to. Are you solve telling me I can't better. see into the future with this? Is that what you're saying? You're like, I mean, oh, I'm fucking tired, but I'm firing on all cylinders right now. <laughs> <laughs> Only I could get to the fucking ball. God, I'm tired. Oh, what I would this podcast be if we were all wearing these electric helmets? Dude, Someone give me Jesus. some optical illusions. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're tearing through them. Just boom. Butterfly, boom, boom. horse, dog, ship. <laughs> God, I'm good at these. <laughs> nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's an interesting idea. I thought oh. you guys might like it. Yeah, Daniel fucking loves it. He wants Daniel's to go stick a fork in the electrode. <laughs> <laughs> in the socket right He's now. He's about to go stick a fork that in for the, the last hour and then put his head up against it. Yeah. Turn it on. Come on, bait. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Dude, it. that's the whole there's, thing. There's there's like have you guys heard of those oxygen bars where you just walk in and they like what are talking it, about the the oxygen alcohol or whatever? Yeah, no, no, it's not like a shot, but it's like you walk in and you just breathe pure oxygen or whatever, and you just pay to be in there, and then you you feel a lot better and you leave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like O3. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, that, okay. You heard it here first, everybody. That Juice bar. But it's a juice juice bar, but they come in and you give them like a 9-volt battery and some electrodes, and we just fucking juice them, bro. 
Get juice. The thing juice. is, you'd, you'd, have to, you'd have to juice like, so the way they described it is whenever you do it to one part of your brain, it takes away from another part of your brain. Because they think that that's part of the reason that people can't focus on things is that they're they're not as well balanced as they could be. Uh-huh. And so whenever whenever it zaps, it, it basically forces your brain to focus on one spot. And so you put all your energies, right? All of the, all of the electricity, all of your focus onto this one one thing. On those optical illusions. So if you're trying to just get, it wouldn't work if you just like wanted to get smarter overall, right? Because you'd have to put it in a bunch of different spots all over your brain, and then it would just keep shifting. We'll the just focus. give them more electrodes, the little plug, the little things that stick on. <laughs> Electrode me all over at the same time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like spray tans. Like nobody it's needs a, a spray tan, but everybody fucking an, wants one. It's that's gonna it's gonna be the exact same. Daniels shows up to rob a bank just covered in little electrodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a car battery. Absolutely juiced. I'm, like a, I'm holding a car battery in one hand with a thousand electrodes coming off of it, just stuck to uh, me. <laughs> this is how like Doctor Octopus started. Yeah. I swear to God. Don't try to stop me. <laughs> What's yeah. my what's my power like to I could just make like a giant thunderbolt and disappear? You're just really smart. You're just the best at everything, and I'm, you play tennis like Roger Federer. <laughs> but you need to work on your cardio. Nah, hey, my cardio is fine. Is it? Is uh, it fine? Trust me. Don't you smoke cigars or something? Nah, I haven't smoked a cigar since. Don't you smoke a smoke a cigar a day? No. You smoking I a pack a day? I haven't smoked smoke a, cigar a cigar since probably December. Smoke a cigar a day keeps Daniel away. Yeah. Yeah, I keep no trying one, to come to Austin, but no wonder you're too scared of the firefighters to come to your room. You're smoking cigars all the time. You probably got a fucking nasty ass <laughs> ashtray going. Fire hazard. Ugh. Cigar ashtray sounds awful. It have to be a big ashtray. No. Daniel, did you cut out? No, no. he just was mad. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad. <laughs> he's just angry. I he's just, no. He's I, daydreaming about getting juiced is all. Yeah. Did I, I, mean, I, I, I kind of want to smoke I, a cigar now. Did I stir something up in you, Daniel? Did what? I, did I intrigue you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in the... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like you, you talk about like this lady getting like super focused. Listen feel, to nine volt Nirvana. What is it any different from like taking Adderall or something like that? It's very different. Adderall seems like a a much more like overall effect. Also, Adderall, I think, I mean, Adderall's chemical. This is like strictly electrical. This I is think. the juice. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's 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 triggering chemical things in your brain. No. I don't, th- I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't Dude, know. Dude, if you're tasted metal, I feel like there's some chemical shit. I'm not a chemist. Now. I'm not a hey, chemist. I'm not. Okay. I wasn't made for this. I'm the layman. I'm supposed to be able it, to explain it to the layman's. So in, in, uh, in, in truthfulness, is that a truthfulness? In, uh, this is why I need in, to get juice. In, 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 all, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah. In all, in all honesty. So yeah, I'll come clean. I did listen to it today while I was at work. And oh, she, you just she, cut out big time. Start all over. So in all honesty, I did listen to it while I was at work today. And uh, when she was talking about the whole thing where she went from, like she just felt really focused and time was passing by quickly. I just Uh like in my mind, that's the way I was when I was playing tennis. Like everything was just so 
it, it was like muscle memory because I I was always practicing and training, mm-hmm. and I was just focused on the point. I'm I'm watching my opponent and where their his feet are and which way not, he's not, looking and and things yeah, like not, that. And not to cut you off, but I think I think that's because everything that she felt was attainable before. You know what I mean? Like I think I think you can get to that point on your own. I just think that this is an immediate door to walk through to get there. Oh yeah, it's just a shortcut. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You had it in you all along, Danny. You don't need the juice. Give up the juice. <laughs> yeah. We like you better non-juiced. I mean, I'm kind of a dick on the juice. I'm just, gonna, <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. I no, but I mean, I, I would be interested to. Uh, I would be really interested to 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 have this happen and get hooked up. And then try to read through something because I like for me reading, I just have never really, I, I try to read and I enjoy reading, but dude, I knew th- you didn't know how to read. I fucking it's, knew it. Dude. I, I actually, I, th- it, that it's funny. You said that I would actually probably do the same thing because I'm such a bad reader. Like, like I can sit there for half an hour and read like 15 pages. Yeah. It's terrible. Like I want to, I want to get juiced and just like page, 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 just like fly through that shit. And and then someone would ask you some comprehension questions. You're like, I have fucking no idea. I was blazing. I'm not. I'm not juiced anymore. <laughs> you're yeah. like. You're like. I don't even think I'm, one of the electrodes was hooked I'm up. I'm pretty right. sure I, I saw a dog on the words on page eleven. Though there's fucking optical illusions wherever I look. I'm not gonna lie. There's a fucking weird alien behind you. <laughs> oh god, I'm hallucinating. Too much juice. I think I did something wrong. Fried a circuit. Yeah, I mean that would be my biggest concern is just like doing permanent damage to your brain. Mine's already so delicate. It's such a delicate balance in here. Oh. What about what if you could do permanent improvement? Yeah, I mean, would who would say no to that? But no one ever says that permanent improvement. <laughs> it's always permanent damage. Yeah, I mean, I guess brain damage. It's like I'm too good. Can I can I step back a little bit? No, no, no. It's no, 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 no. It's permanent. I drink permanent all of this alcohol and you'll you'll get you'll get there. <laughs> Maybe we kind of shock over here. Nope, we fucking improved him again. God damn it. Quit improving him. He's a regular Charlie Gordon now. <laughs> Hook me up into the to the city camera. I got some crime stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Plug me into the network. Just takes off at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs>